Discussion keeps the world turning. This is Roundtable. Perhaps sooner than we expect, and in spectacles no less impressive than any science fiction author could ima- imagine, our skies will be buzzing with unmanned aerial vehicles in all shapes and forms, catering to the diverse needs of mankind. This will begin with our push to develop the low-altitude economy. Hello, I'm Lai Ming, and this is Roundtable. Today, with my colleagues Neil Holling and Brandon Yates, we talk about the prospect of low-altitude economy. Brandon, first question for you. You, yeah. when it comes to low altitude e- uh, economy or low altitude, what's the first thing that pops in your mind? The Jetsons. That's the first thing that pops into my mind. <laughs> Jetsons. <laughs> the animated series. Have you ever seen it? No. So it's basically um, a very. You know, are you familiar with the Flintstones and? Yeah, Flintstones. You know, yeah. Yes. So it was kind of around that time. It was a very popular animated series, and it was it, it projected what the future might look like, and uh-huh. it included flying cars at low altitudes. So that's right. the first thing that I think of. This is like the future that we were promised when we were children, right? We thought one day we're going to see coming. flying cars, and you know, we're not going to deal with traffic jams and. Um, so it looks like it's it's finally going to happen. You know, this is uh, by 2024. We thought this would be the time now where you know we're able to teleport and and have flying cars and that kind of thing. Um, and it still seemed like science fiction for quite some time, but now it seems like that science fiction is going to become reality very soon, which is really exciting. Yeah, but teleportation. No, no, no. Maybe that's not a bit of a stretch. Age, but, uh, <laughs> maybe cars, 2025. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yes, and also if you're in Shenzhen or Wuhu, the city you love. Yes, my favorite. Yeah, you might be able to actually experience it by yourself. Amazing. But to put things a little more technical, yes. actually the low altitude refers to the vertical distance from the ground directly below, generally considered to be under 1,000 meters. <sighs> Meters. And mm. based on regional characteristics and practical needs, makes down to 4,000 meters. Mm-hmm. And just to uh, draw a comparison, actually, commercial airliners typically fly at altitudes between 6,000 and 100, oh, well, 12,000 12, yeah. 12, meters. So that's, we do not want to disturb the big no. planes no, no, no. in the air. But it sounds like quite an innovative way of getting day to day transport to become more feasible in the sense of avoiding massive jams that we experience in Beijing, for example, which is one of the most congested cities on the planet. Definitely. And also on top of transportation, actually, there are more applications that can be benefited from the low altitude, let's say, possibilities. For example, we say low altitude economy can be characterized by industry or application combined with the aviation or flight. For example, you can think of freight plus aviation, then you have things being transported Mm. from one place to another by drone or by these little or big, relatively big planes. Could be a great time saver. Definitely. Yeah. And also agriculture plus uh, fo- forestry plus aviation. That would be you can use these planes to supervise what's happening on the ground. That's you- actually happening in South Africa at the moment. A good friend of mine who was a genius at high school, but we never really knew what it was going to lead to. But he's been in the media in South Africa quite a lot recently. And his industry is using drones to supervise farming in South Africa, mm-hmm. um, which has apparently been a huge time saver, huge money saver. So it's already happening um, even in continents like Africa. So it's, that's that's great to see. So and the use of uh, drones to watch whether there's a white fire going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just to monitor, you know, certain areas that need whatever um, you know looking after is required etc or locusts or yeah, yeah, yeah. taking place exactly right. and 
also to collect data with the yes, development of artificial intelligence. You need data of how the forests are growing and how are they performing in terms of、mm. growing fruits or something. Yeah, so it's a great way to、data. track progress. Definitely,、yeah. and also the list goes on. We have medical plus aviation, commuting plus aviation, tourism plus aviation, sports, power, environmental protection, research, and, and education. So basically, I feel like if we talk about low altitude economy, it is basically transforming our current economy to a brand new, very exciting, almost the、um, new productive forces we talked about, the new innovative. Booster for economy, 新质生产力 I、yes. know it's a, it's a word that we've been talking about for quite a while. That is to having a game changer, basically,、mm. to transform the current mode of economy to a brand new state. I don't know if low altitude is like the most exciting term to describe this because it really, you know what I mean. It is a really exciting,、uh, progressive way that industries go. Altitude. No, look, we need to find some maybe like high flying economy or you know, some something to do with flight. I, I don't. No, low altitude makes me think like, oh, it doesn't sound that exciting. I don't know. Maybe、so、we need to rebrand that. Flying economy. Yeah, something like that. It's, I mean, flying economy is great. I mean, that sounds super exciting. Sure. And I mean, that's that is what it what it is. I mean,、yes. it, it is low altitude, but it still you know involves flights and flying above、um, ground level, which you know is something that we are not used to and have never ex- never experienced. Well, that's what the thought because China maybe have the naming right in this because、mm. uh, China is、uh, sort of at the forefront in terms of the low、Truth. altitude or flying economy. <laughs> Uh, unmanned aerial vehicles reached an impressive 23 million hours. China currently has 1.18 million registered unmanned aerial vehicles, including 100,000 medium to large size UAVs, with 2,200 UAV manufacturers nationwide. And the country's UAV industry has already reached a world-leading level, from consumer-grade to industrial-grade UAVs, and from cargo transportation to manned flights. The innovative development of UAV technology has opened up a vast market for the growth of the low altitude or flying.、Economy. So at the moment, we've mostly seen this in, you know, like industrial transport as opposed to、um, the transportation of just, you know, regular citizens. Well, it、oh. happens to the consumer end as well.、Yeah. Yes, and even though I only name the list and make it a little bit too general, actually there are really concrete examples. For example, if I talked about if Brendan is in Shenzhen and want to experience this. Actually, yeah, actually, last December, Shenzhen introduced several intercity air taxi, flying taxis routes, and the services offering helicopter rides have dramatically reduced travel times. For instance, a typical forty-kilometer journey that normally takes forty minutes to an hour by road can now be completed in just ten minutes. That's crazy. And、mm. if we talk about individual、uh, individual Traveling in the Greater Bay Area, actually, it takes <coughs> a helicopter. Currently, allow them to depart from、uh, central area of Shenzhen and reach Zhuhai in only 15 minutes, and they can also reach the central area of Guangzhou in half an hour. So that is quite impressive. Yeah, I、and、would love to experience this. Hopefully, it becomes a more regular occurrence in you know Beijing, for example. That would be great. Yes, and this is a really good example talking about aviation or low. Altitude economy plus transportation, because we all have the fantasy of our car trapped in traffic jam. And oh, it's not a fantasy; not... it's a reality. I see it、the、outside fantasy, my window every day. The fantasy here is that I do not want to wait anymore. I'm going、yes. to fly away. 
And guess what? It's possible. Now there are flying cars out there. Oh, they're not allowed to、flying、just、cars. fly away. Can just you imagine? Well, can you imagine the rest of like normal cars stuck <laughs> in traffic,、know. seeing a car fly away, and just looking up and thinking, "What did I do in my life to deserve this?" <laughs> <laughs> But those cars actually exist. That's and amazing. The thing is, there are two types of the flying cars.、Okay. One type is that you can transform the flying car. Well, actually, transform your you normal shout, car. Just autobots transform and into fly. <laughs> a flying car in only three. Minutes and you can literally fly away. Okay.、Mm. And there's the other kind, which is relatively cheaper. That is,、uh, basically, the car you can lift the rest of the car on the ground and fly away with some other part. But I would、What? guess, like a jetpack, <laughs> a little bit.、Yeah. Can you imagine that? <laughs> That sounds fantastic. So you no, leave the, you leave your car in traffic to deal with that, and then you just jetpack away. I'm pretty sure that's not allowed, but <laughs> you're gonna get a ticket for that yeah, but, for sure. Yes, and the technology is there. And actually, one of the examples would be the、um, Samsung Sky's switchblade. It is a notable notable example, and this hybrid electric flying car is capable of transforming into a road legal vehicle、wow. in under three minutes. And now, with about two thousand and three thousand reservations from Fifty-seven、uh, countries. It's it has successfully, let's say, made its progress towards production for road and air use. It、mm-hmm. must be quite pricey, though. I'm assuming. Yeah, the price is a really good example、yeah. or question here because actually it's estimated that compared to the、uh, expensive fares of traditional helicopters, the cost of riding the we call it Eve. Toll. Right. That、Eve、is, toll. if toll, that is、uh, electronic, vertically take off and landing yeah, kind yeah. of,、mm, basically a yeah, basically a plane. So the main、car. comparison craft to what we've been talking about is is a、um, a helicopter. Yes. Yeah. We're、okay. talking as about as opposed to comparing it to a regular car. Uh, as to compare to traditional helicopters, I'm talking about the price here. Yes, yeah, yeah. So price comparison to the 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 transforming vehicle that we've been discussing. Yes, the the, the, the comparison model、taxi. is is yeah is the is the helicopter. That makes sense. Yes, and the thing is, it's not that expensive to think Compared, about. Compared, yeah. If you think about it,、um, it can save you around eighty percent of travel time,、mm. and it's estimated that the cost is two point five to two point seven yuan. That is around zero point three to zero point Four U.S. dollars per person per kilometer.、Mm-hmm. So That's slightly more expensive than twice the amount of、uh, taxi fare here in Beijing. Yes, but still affordable, I believe. Definitely how, affordable. How many people can they transport though? A、uh, four-person. Oh wow, that is cheap then. That is cheap, and if you think about it, it saves up eighty percent of your time, and you not have to worry about traffic jams anymore. So that's and that's the, worth more than money sometimes. Honestly, sometimes yes.、Yeah. Right. You don't want to get stuck on the highway to,、uh, let's say, the Beijing International Airport. Yes, well, especially when you're in a hurry, you might want to spend the extra money to get、uh, an airlift. Yeah. Yes. Like I mean, for example, my next international flights. I'm planning on leaving Beijing like four hours before my flight, just in case there's any, you know, traffic、mm, dilemmas. That could happen. Imagine、yeah. you can fly from the rooftop of your、that. apartment. I would love that. Well, imagine <laughs> flying all the way to my final destination, but potentially if we ever get to that point. Well, you need to stop by to get charged. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yes. And on top of transportation, actually, there's also low altitude logistics.、Uh, previously, I thought it's only about transporting particles from one place to another. What do you、so、mean, particles? Um, the particles that, for example, if I buy 
um, by oh, paying parcels. Parcels. Thank right. you. Parcels. Yes. A uh, larger amount of parcels can be delivered with drones or with, yeah, we've seen that. Yeah. Yes, we've seen that. But actually, now if you order, for example, coffee, you can actually order on the machine, on the side of the road, saying that you want a cup of coffee, and within around twenty minutes, a drone would deliver. Your coffee to the machine, and through the machine, you get it. We're、mm. never going to walk again. By the, <laughs> by the sounds of well, things, well, if you、uh, if the economy is has reached a point where、uh, the efficiency and the productivity is so high, perhaps we could focus more of our energy into more creative, maybe designing more even more efficient products and machines. Yes,、mm. and the beauty here is that for a regular delivery personnel, they typically handle around 150 parcels per day,、mm-hmm. while a drone operator can conduct approximately 60 flights a day, resulting in a Delivery capacity of around 500 parcels. So the thing is, of course, we need initial investment into the infrastructure, into training personnels. Yet, if all that is being said, the efficiency as well as the cost of delivering things in this way is actually. Pro- prominently、uh, improved,、mm. which is why many regions across China have made、uh, the low altitude economy as their goal into pursuing、uh, new drivers or new、uh, space in terms of the development.、Uh, you mentioned、uh, Shenzhen and what is it? What's the other city?、Uh, Wuhu, Wuhu. and Hefei. So why are they? It'll be known why, as why do they come、Wuhu. up so often? Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, it's because all of the cities that we've mentioned have already had plans to develop. In the low altitude economy sector,、uh-huh. uh, for example, we do have, let's say, Wuhu. <laughs> I mean, it's it's an insider stroke. If you have listened to the show of、yes. the ten most the happiest city in China, there has been this list. <laughs> Wuhu is one of the cities, and apparently, it's bring, in the name. It's in the name because it's Wuhu. It's, it's the sound you make when you feel happy, but it's also the name of a city、exactly. in Anhui Province, in central China.、Heaven. Yes, and actually, Wuhu Aviation Industrial Park has about 140 projects covering aircraft, UAVs, engines, maintenance, and operations, and、uh, Achieves a vertically integrated industry, enabling the in-park production of domestically manufactured general aircraft. So、we、these seem to be like the two cities that are leading the way right now in China in terms of what we've been discussing. Well, there are actually more cities.、Yeah. Actually, for example, if we talk about Anyang, it focuses on becoming the capital of aviation sports and has established、oh. this kind of industrial park.、Um, I'm a sports see- journalist and I've never heard of aviation sports. What is that? Um. It has something to do with the kind of aircrafts that can be used in sports. Okay, maybe for sports coverage. For sports coverage, yes, that makes more sense. Yeah. Yes, and also,、um, there it, there is the potential of.、Mm-hmm. Let's say using the aviation or the aircrafts to be in certain kind of competition. So、mm-hmm. it's kind of like a esports game、okay. related oh, so like area, creating like a whole new set of games as but, well. A, a, Because of the potential of this technology we've、yes. been discussing, okay,、mm-hmm. so it can c- kind of do both. It can lead to like the creation of a whole bunch of new sports, as well as enhance、um, the experience of current traditional sports.、Mm, yes. For instance,、uh, the current extreme sport like the wingsuit flying、yeah. is highly dangerous, highly risky. If we can somehow incorporate certain technologies used in low altitude flying. Then we could、uh, add an extra layer of、uh, precaution Safety, yeah, yeah. to save and protect people who engage in these extreme sports.
Yes, and when it comes to Shenzhen, actually, I feel like Shenzhen is one of the、um, most developed cities when it comes to low altitude economy because it is it has already got the name of City of Drones. It has over one thousand seven hundred UAV companies by the end of twenty twenty three, with an annual output value of nine hundred and sixty billion. Uh, um, actually. Ninety-six billion yuan, and marking a twenty-eight percent increase from the previous year. I nearly went to that city the other day because Cristiano Ronaldo was visiting, and he was supposed to play two games, but unfortunately he had to cancel because he got injured. But if he, they're supposed to be rescheduling those matches, so if he does reschedule, I will hopefully go to Shenzhen, and maybe、wow. I can see some of this.、Uh, Some of this tech in action—it'll definitely be something that I look out for.、Yes. Besides, of course, doing absolutely everything I can to meet Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> also, course,、yeah. if we go back to the city, actually, consumer-grade UAVs from Shenzhen hold a 70% global market share, while the industrial-grade UAVs capture、um, 50% of the global market, which makes the city a really good destination for related talents and also enterprises. Because if you start a factory there, you Would be able to find suppliers as well as, let's say, clients within the city, and you'll be able to <coughs> communicate with talents within this area more frequently,、mm. easier. It's always good to have like a hub for technology. Exactly. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. China is leading the world economy in terms of the low altitude technology and industry. We、uh, need to find a new name for that. Like it really. Flying economy. We, <laughs> flying economy. We have to really relook sure, at that. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Not only because China has、uh, the size. Of the the flying economy is bigger than the rest of the world, but also because in some parts of the region, for instance in Wuhu and in Shenzhen, there is a concentration of、uh, enterprises and manufacturers、mm-hmm. uh, down、yeah. and up and down the the、uh, su- the supply chain, which is.、Uh, Make, which makes makes it easier for for businesses to cooperate with each other and collaborate. In some cases,、uh, for instance, in Wuhu, it's possible that、uh, within one industrial park,、uh, there are necessary enterprises for them to complete a whole set of、uh, unmanned aerial vehicle, which is、uh, much more convenient. As to, for instance,、uh, in case where a manufacturer will have to look elsewhere or even overseas for components. Yes, actually, the situation is similar in Shenzhen as well.、Um, there, well, actually, this is the Dajiang or DJI's strategic director Zhang Xiaonan. He has said that they have relocated four or five times, but all of their locations are actually in Shenzhen because of the relatively complete、uh, industrial tra-、uh, industrial chain, so that they can find all of the particles they need to. Basically, assemble the aircraft they、mm. are aiming at.、Mm-hmm. So we found out the、uh, state of development of China's flying economy, and also、uh, the prospect if we continue going down this path. But again, as average consumers, what change will this bring to us, other than we being able to get our coffee faster than, <laughs>、uh, or to get to the airport faster than we expect? I mean,、uh, but those sh- do sound like the biggest changes, though. I think. One of the biggest problems that I think a lot of people in not just Beijing but the whole of China and you know other congested、uh, countries face is just、uh-huh. uh, time to and from work,、um, in particular, or just general、uh, transport delays.、Um, mm-hmm. So I think this could be a huge、um, leap forward in terms of solving that. 
problem for individuals.、Mm-hmm. But we are also talking about the sky being buzzing and and being、right. swarmed with、uh, unmanned aerial vehicles delivering men or or parcels from here and there. So it will be a lot more busy. It will be a lot、yeah. busier. Than than we are seeing right now, and、uh, maybe the landscape will be ruined, for instance. And then people will return to the grass. We <laughs> will go back to normal cars because、right. the, the 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 sky will get too busy.、Mm-hmm. Also, there's the chance of whether all the all of the vehicles flying above our heads are secure enough to fly there. Have they、mm. been have been the, have have they received the the approval? Also, the technology technological. Uh, examination to qualify for flying above our heads. Yeah, I mean we are talking about stuff weighing a few tons dropping、yeah. on our heads. Well, I'd hate to have a cup of coffee <laughs> just dropped、good. on me, especially if it's not even mine. It's being delivered to somebody else. <laughs> I'm if, just strolling along, and a hot cup of yours, coffee hits me on the head. If it's yours, it's okay. If it's mine, it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> they can just be like express delivery. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> and actually,、uh, there's the need to make sure passengers and their staff don't impact how the Eve、uh, toll works. That's for sure. And If we talk about flying cars becoming everyday sights, our cities and towns would definitely have to do some updates. We need to、um, construct many, let's say, vertipods. Places where these cars can take off and land, and this means adding、um, helipads to buildings and preparing open lands for takeoffs and landings. Also, we have to figure out where these vehicles can fly without hitting buildings or power、mm. lines and all these things. I feel like it's such a new area, and it's it's very early days. It's very early days, and it's、yeah. a little bit like the Wild West. You can just. Send your、um, little flying cars up there, but、mm. it's not like that because we already see the potential, and local governments are working with academies, with scientists, with、um, enterprises to figure out how to better develop、yeah. the area.、And、I it's mean, it's great the- to hear that all the potential stumbling blocks are also being addressed before this technology progresses too quickly, because that's also a problem that we've seen in the past, where all of a sudden we develop this incredible tech and try and change the way people operate, but then there's a lot of problems that we face along the way. Mm. But it sounds like some of the potential、uh, danger areas are w- already being addressed in line with the progression of the tech. Yes, and it's kind of like a、um, new area that we do not have any predecessors to learn from. We do not have、Except、some ex- <laughs> examples <laughs> to to draw from. Yet it's good. That is kind of like building a new city. If you building, if you are building a brand new city, you、mm. have all the potential, and you can draw、um, the draft, and you can start planning everything before actually taking them in. Action and in my、yeah. opinion, that's a good thing. And look, we can't expect perfection either. I'm sure there will be stumbling blocks and failures and problems along the way. But I think hopefully we can focus on safety first. And whenever those problems arise, hopefully there's something that can be fixed really quickly. Um, and not cause too many problems for large amounts of people. Sure,、mm-hmm. safety is one of the concerns, but also when it comes to safety, there's also the 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 kind of safety involved with the management and coordination、mm. of the of the objects that are flying above our grounds. And sometimes,、uh, at least at this stage and at this day and age, the、uh, the co-op the、uh, management of aerial vehicles will depend on various organizations. There's the、uh, telecommunication, location, navigation. 
information, meteorology, and even mapping uh, technology. So a lot of government departments will have to get involved. And uh, you know governments, I mean, if, despite their efforts to be ever more efficient, uh, there are lags, there are uh, bottlenecks in terms of the communication. So a lot of it, uh, the future of the low-altitude economy sometimes would depend on how well these governments can work together. Mm. And apparently in Shenzhen, there are efforts being made in this regard as well for uh, government institutions to come together. And also they take advice from enterprises who are developing in this regard to to try and come and, and address real-world problems. Mm, and we also see a lot of action plans, a lot of plans, and a lot of regulations in cities like Shenzhen, Hefei, Wuhu. All these cities have already made the development and proper regulation of mm. low-altitude economy or flying economy yeah, yeah. <laughs> into their government plan for the future. And so th- Yeah, sorry. And I think with this kind of tech, you know, we've seen in the past where people are very protective about their developments in order to potentially, you know, benefit benefit the most as a company or an individual, etc. But with this kind of new tech that can potentially influence so many people around the world, it's great to hear that there's open lines of communication and different government organizations are talking to each other. Definitely. Those open lines of communication are so important for development and for safety. And they'll have to get in uh, the channel of communication. Otherwise, if one accident takes off, it's not one company that takes the blame. Maybe the whole industry will suffer a major setback if not, if people don't work together. So, uh, well, again, uh, we talk about uh, many grounds about uh, the low altitude economy, and uh, we do hope. I mean, one bright side of it is maybe we are at a point where we may be techn- technologically ready to impose certain regulations to to uh, eliminate certain risks and hazards.